Hour of Wilde and Tausch begins now, and it begins with some of your tweets in response to our poll and our conversation, and then some texts and calls. Oh yeah, uh, but oh yeah, uh, the regulator on Twitter—he's a Jets fan, so apparently we're adding Jets fans now to our uh, family. As a Jets fan, to hear A-Rod would rather retire than come to New York and play for us for almost $60 million would kill me. Now, I would say this to the no, regulator. Not the death part. I don't yeah. want to laugh at that. No, we're not. No, I think he's, I think he's uh, being hyperbolic. But I'm not necessarily saying that he doesn't want to play for the Jets. I'm saying that he may want to make it more difficult for the Packers upon his exit, and he may want to drive down the trade compensation. That's hey, all Jason. I'm saying. Jason, um, Mark, if you were re- if you were really interested, let's say a opposing company or a different uh, a different paper came to you and said, "You know what? We really love you." We think that you can get us a Pulitzer Prize, and we're going to pay you a lot more. And Craig Carmazin says, well, you know, Jason had a good run at GKB. All of the things that Mark Murphy just said. Would you be hemming and hawing, or would you say, boy, it would be great to feel wanted and loved, and I'm going to go there? Or are you going to say, mm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Where's your head at? Because that's the that's essence of what question. this is. It's yeah, it's a big, it's a big decision for anyone to make to move and to do all this stuff. I get all of that, but if he really wanted to go to the Jets, yeah, that's he a good has point. all these guys coming out, going to his restaurant, flying out Hack ten it. hours total to do all this stuff. And you know that that organization that you're, you've played 18 years with doesn't want you anymore? And you're still hemming and hawing and saying, I don't know, and we'll make a decision soon enough? Doesn't that tell you a lot? And that's part of why I've been saying it. Just If it's this simple, it would be this simple. It's not. So in your application to my life, which certainly I hope Craig never feels that way, nor do any of my other bosses, but... I'm also mulling whether I'm going to walk away from the journalism, radio, TV, newspaper, website game completely and go do something else. Well, no, because I don't think that's actually where his head's at. So, no, it would be you're going to continue to earn and make more money, in essence, and be more loved than where you are. Okay. That's where Aaron Rodgers is at, and he's still saying... Mm. Mm. One other question. is: it, Do I have the possibility of not just being a vindictive jerk, which obviously I'm capable of being, 
Is it also possible that I'm thinking, you know, maybe some other radio stations and other newspapers, if I wait a little longer, might want me to, because right now the one place I want to go, or the one place that wants me, I'm not so sure about. And I'd like to have more options than this. I frankly... I thought I was going to have more options. When I was waltzing around Pebble Beach, I thought I had all kinds of teams yelling, their fan bases yelling at me. And now it's the Jets, the Packers who don't want me, and retirement. I, I would like more options. And if I wait a while and if I'm patient, maybe there will be more options. Could Do I get to do that game and see if, you know, I'm wanted in another market besides... ESPN New York. You can do whatever you want. Which but I if would you get were really in enam- New York, by the way. <laughs> if you were really enamored and really wanted something, you'd go take it. And if you didn't, you'd be hemming and hawing because I think you're probably thinking, how did we get to this point? And now I'm kind of irritated that we've gotten to this point. So your point is you're not sold that he's sold on the Jets. That That's yes. why you're asking this question. A thousand percent my point. Correct. If he was... You'd be going and you'd be recruiting guys to come to the New York Jets with you because you want to win and you now feel that maybe, hey, I actually have somebody that's going to get me a wideout. I got a couple first-rounders. Right. Maybe this would be the case. Sitting here hemming and hawing, it's not going to help you down the road bringing in the talent that you feel you need to win. Plus, you can get the cap under set. That's the part that just doesn't mesh with what – your end goal, we all know what his end goal is going to be if he plays. He wants to win, and he's going to want to stick it to Green Bay. Best way, The best way for revenge isn't you know spite and everything else. It's showing how great you are and how good you can lift the team and maybe exposing some of the flaws that your past organization had and say, you don't think Aaron Rodgers would love to be able to say, see what happens when you get me a first-round wideout? See what happens when you get me a world-class defense. See what happens when you have a coach that lets me do exactly what I want to do, which maybe LaFleur did too. I don't know. She already had. That's the thing that is going to make Aaron Rodgers whole, which maybe you could say isn't healthy, but I believe that's where his mindset is. 844-770-3776. Let's get to your calls. Let's start with Ron in Oak Creek. Ron, good morning. Welcome to Wilde Tausch. How are you today? Morning, guys. Wonderful show. I called a couple of times. Jason, I always start with saying, your ethics as a journalist are always fine. I love the way you said, oh, Mark Murphy doesn't like me, but you didn't let it bother you. You still approach him in a nice way. So that's that's my kiss up to Jason this Thank morning. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Ron. Oh, wow. I appreciate the truth and candor, but it appears that almost everything and Aaron's relationships always end up messy, no matter what happens, from family to girlfriends to coaches. I believe the coaches and the staff in the team, he probably lost the locker room, especially among the younger African-American teammates, throwing people under the bus, using the term woke incessantly, which some people find is a racist term. Uh-huh. And I'm sure Rich Passaccio comes in there and says, why are you letting this guy walk all over you? Yep, it's probably time for him to move on. And I don't. And I believe on those exit interviews, if the teammates were being honest, they were like, man, what kind of leader is he? 
I'm sure the older ones like Hobb and them don't think that way, but there's no way young generational people can really support him in the way he comes off. I wish, I think that uh, the negotiations are done. I think that for the most part they have it. And all you guys are talking about is how petty he can be to make it bad for him. Right. We don't want that kind of person around our team. He's a poison. It's time to move on. Ron, I say this not because of what you said at the beginning of your call. But that helped. But that, that helped. hurt. That was an outstanding <laughs> call. Because and, and thank you, Ron. We appreciate your loyalty to the show. All right, a couple of things he said there that I think are important. Okay? One is, and, and I think it's a very fair criticism of Aaron Rodgers, is that it does seem, based on the evidence we have, that everything tends to end badly. Right, And I know you could say, well, things always end badly, otherwise they don't end. But like even the Mike McCarthy thing, I don't think, if Mike McCarthy is being honest, I don't think he would portray that get-together that he had with Rodgers before the Packers-Cowboys game as kumbaya-ish as Rodgers did. Right? Like, I don't think if Mike's being 100% honest and he's in his Pittsburgh mode, he's like, yeah, it was great to see him, but I mean, I mean, the guy did stab me in the back on the way out the door. I mean, I, I think that's how Mike still feels, okay? So a lot of relationships have not ended great. His point about young players and especially black players, I, I, I don't think that that's out of bounds either because I do think that when Aaron Rodgers says certain things and talks about guys or treats guys publicly the way he has, even if he's great with them having pancakes in the cafeteria, I think you have to be careful about some of the things that you say, and you don't want to be the old out-of-touch guy in the locker room, right? You want to be clued in. You want to understand how guys think. And, and I don't know if there haven't been times where he has said things where I thought, he, there's definitely been times where he said things that I thought, oh, how would that play if I was a 25-year-old guy on this roster? So I think Ron made some really good points. I don't, again, I don't think anybody here is arguing that the Packers should keep him even though they don't want him anymore. I'm not arguing Correct. that. I'm not. Nope. But, and, and to Ron's final point, uh, that's exactly what I'm saying, is that it's going to be pettiness and spite if this drags yeah. out that's exactly that's what i'm saying yes no it the, the idea that it's just going to be simple buttoned up and easy just that's not that would go against all of the track record that we've seen in scenarios like this and with aaron Rodgers. it's just not that way maybe this will be the one time it is possible but i do wonder when and if aaron heads out of town I wonder how much open season is going to be on him. I do wonder that. His old teammates, the teammates that you know, maybe didn't feel like they were treated the way they wanted to be, and now that they don't have to walk on eggshells, whether it's Romeo Dobbs or any of these young guys, I do, I'm curious. I hope it's more of, you know, we appreciate how good he was and all this other stuff, but you leave... That's when people feel very confident in having discussions. You're right. Maybe that wouldn't have been you're said right. You're right. Uh, when you're in that locker room. Uh, the feeling I do get from those young guys, though, and again, I don't, I don't pretend to know them that well at this point. I haven't covered them for long enough to claim that I know them. Uh, although 
I do say Romeo Dobbs remains one of the most even-keeled guys I've covered. Um, I don't get the sense that they would take that approach. They, that just doesn't. That would surprise me. But there might be a few guys that I can think yeah. of that might be a little more outspoken. What do you think if they did an anonymous poll? For, because you saw Razul Douglas respond to one of our teammates, Gary Ellerson's yeah. uh, tweet about, you're hearing a lot from the Jets recruiting, and Razul Douglas, I believe, said something. In fact, we have his number. We have his number, right. Is, is it a 50-50 that the, Packers would, that the current Packer players want Aaron Rodgers back or Jordan Love? I would think it's still going to skew pro Aaron Rodgers because of what it can do for them personally. Yeah. That's what I would think, but I don't know that. I would tend to agree. 844-770-3776. We'll explore that and get to more of your calls and your texts next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah, I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, the way we would want them, yeah, we. He's uh, obviously a great player and uh, you know four-time MVP and. Uh, but you know, I think it's you know trying to find uh, you know what what he wants and what we want, and uh, hopefully we can find a win-win situation. That is Mark Murphy. On the WIAA State High School Girls Basketball Tournament telecast. I heard Max Kellerman cite that this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, and he thought WIAA was a TV channel. <laughs> that's, that's actually understandable. Because how preposterous that it would be something else, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, a different yeah there from him on the possibility, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, as opposed to, oh, yeah, we'd accept the trade. 844-770-3776. Let's get some more of your calls. Let's start with Jeff in Minnesota, unless Jesse's going to hang up on him while he's trying to talk. Jeff, good morning. How are you today? Good morning to both of you. First of all, compliments to both of you. Tausch, uh, I totally agree about the manifestation of this from uh, Aaron Rodgers' standpoint. If he wanted to, if he really wanted to be back, he would have handled things differently. He would have been much more proactive in how he handled a lot of things. Would have made different comments. He, he just would have. He just would have been. Uh, uh, he would have been a better leader, for lack of a better word. He just would have been. And he he was uh, kind of being passive aggressive to say the least. You know, in the past, referring to Goody as Jerry Krause and all all the other stuff. Okay, so he clearly was driving things towards a certain direction. And Jason, uh, I got to tell you, the sleuth of picking up after the Bears game, the comment about, uh, well, we both need to, we both want to want it or need to want it. I think that was that was pretty cool that you picked up on that because I think this is where we are and uh, it's heading where we're heading. I think, uh, regardless, uh, Murphy is, you know, is what do you say about that? 
the only thing I can say without insulting him is it wasn't brilliant. <laughs> That's a nice way to put <laughs> you know, it. Right, exactly. It wasn't brilliant. Um, the one thing I, I would say, and if this is um, moving forward um, and ends up, I do think uh, one of the things is, is in terms of the transition, you understand, my feeling about this is I agree with Tausch. This is actually great entertainment. It's a lot of fun. And this is what Goody, honestly, if it's all, this is what they get paid to do. They get paid to make these decisions. That This is their job, and I agree with you, Jordan, uh, um, I agree with you that we are going to really find out about Goody and LaFleur. Yes. Jason, you made this point. You made this point, and I think it's a great point. And actually, I'm excited. We're going to find out about those two over the next uh, two day, uh, two years. Yeah, uh, un, un, unless, they're, unless they're wrong. And to me, and, and look, I, we none of us has a crystal ball. And Jesse, I, I know you're very eager uh, to hang up on Jeff, but I would just add this. Um, Yes, it's great that we're going to find out, but if you're a Packers fan, it's not great if we find out and they we turn out to be wrong about them and they turn out to not be very good. And, and Goody, speaking of manifesting, I mean, he's the one who's really manifested all this by drafting Jordan Love when he did before the extension that he himself signed him to had even kicked in. Right? Remember that. Remember the timing here. And this idea that, hey, the worst time to be looking for a quarterback is when you need one. I get it. But that doesn't mean that the right time was then. And when you look back on that, that obviously is the first domino that has led us to this point. As far as, you know, this idea that, that Tausch has brought forth, and, and I again, I think it's a good one. Here's the frustration for me. And I don't, Tausch, I don't know how to say this without sounding arrogant. So I, I, I'm, I, I swear I'm not trying to sound that way when I say this. But I do believe that there are people from Aaron Rodgers' previous life of you being his teammate and him and I doing the radio show. And, you know, uh, I would say Tom Fanning, who handles his PR for the Packers, and Andy and Sue North, uh, all those folks that, that – and, and look, I'm, I've always tried to admit my bias. I do care about the guy. Okay, I do. So criticize me all you want for that. But you gave such a great piece of advice that he came nowhere close to following. And that was that idea of coming out and, and, and again, it would have also put the Packers on their heels if they were looking to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. But had he come out late in the season or after the Detroit game in his disappointment and said, look, I, I know that I still need to go through my process, but I'll be honest with you guys. I, I really want to play next year, and I want it to be here. I'm so excited about these young guys. I didn't do everything right this year. I get it. But, man, I, I am rejuvenated, and I, I can't imagine not being a part of this in 2023. That would have been, a, in my opinion, a brilliant chess move, and you were there to give it to him if he wanted it, and he clearly didn't want it. And I wish he had, because it'd be really interesting to see where we'd be at today if he had. Well, no, I, I don't even know if it'd be really interesting. I think that's what Goody and Lafleur wanted after the season. They, especially Lafleur. Goody, I think, has been angling. Obviously, drafted Jordan. Wants to see Jordan play. I think all they wanted was someone. You know, just say, yeah, this wasn't good enough this year. I need to be better. But, man, I'm excited. Goody got me a couple of – instead of it being, what did you get me? 
You didn't get me a wideout. You got me Sam Watkins. You didn't do this. Right. Because, man, Christian Watson's a stud. I cannot wait to see what he can do after another year in the weight room and another year of learning the system. And Romeo Dobbs, man, he's staying healthy. If he could have stayed healthy, love the way he was going. You imagine both of those guys back? And then if we do get lucky and get someone else, we keep Alan Lazard. I think we are really on to something here. Right. Those guys would have been excited. Right. And there wouldn't have been all this, but that's not the road he went down because that's not how he felt. And right. why he didn't feel True. that way, that's an Aaron Rodgers question. I don't know the answer to that. But he has 100% manifested this, and it stemmed from that draft pick of Jordan Love. No question. That put his – all football players know that their – is it the mortality? Their football mortality comes. Correct. And there are little markers in their career that they know it, whether it's the end of their contract, whether it's the drafting of a player, whether it's you watching film and you see, man, it's not as easy, or I can't do what I wanted to do. I can't stay healthy anymore. You have all those things. Rodgers was humming through his career, never thinking about it. Right. And going at a very good clip. And then that happens, and he, to his credit, cranks it up a notch and plays at a higher level. But at some point, I think you have to let go of that, and I don't know if he ever did. And I wish he had, because I would love to have seen this team in a very wide-open conference. Yes. Not the AFC. <laughs> no. The NFC is, I mean, you got Jalen Hurts, and then you look at who the next quarterback is, and you have to really dig to find somebody that you think is really, really good. And Jalen Hurts has done it for one year, and he was hurt. So I really wish Aaron had taken that approach. If indeed, if he wanted to retire and that's what he ends up doing, I will tip my cap and say thank you so much for everything you've done. Right. But I don't think that's where his head's at. I think he wants to play, and I think he's using other ideas and wanting. I think if he really looks at it, he'd agree with me sitting out on my desk with that little sheet of paper in front of me that says this is your best option to win. I would love to hear his arguments for why that's not the case. Yeah. And unfortunately now, I don't think that decision, while he still controls a big component to what happens, listening to Brian Gutekunst gave me the idea it's the end of an era, and Friday afternoon at the WIA State Girls Basketball Tournament up at the Rush Center was the nail in the coffin for Aaron Rodgers playing in Green Bay anymore. Unfortunately, in my viewpoint. Uh, he can still help his Q rating by making the switch to American Family Insurance. Are we getting a hug from Bucky today, or are we getting a hug from Bernie today? NIT time, baby, for the Badgers. <laughs> we all know it's NIT day tomorrow against the Jesse Nelson Bowl uh, in Bradley. But let's be honest, we're looking forward to 2023, and Badger fans, American Family Insurance wants to give you and a friend a VIP experience at a Badger football. That Ohio State game looks pretty enticing right now, or a basketball game during the 2023 season. You and a friend will receive pregame sideline or courtside passes, a tour of the facility, tons of merch to support your Badgers, and you can enter today at amfam.com slash Badgers. That's amfam.com slash Badgers. No purchase is necessary. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. More of your calls and lots of your texts. Next, it's Wilde and Tausch. 
This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. Jason Derulo. Jesse, am I right on that? Oh, Jason Moraz. That's a Moraz. No, this is Derulo. Yep. That's so there's nothing uh, I wouldn't Jason. do. There's nothing I wouldn't do to get up next to you, or in the Packers' case, there's nothing I wouldn't do to get rid of you. Oh, hey, yeah. is it weird? Is it weird that I didn't even know daylight savings time happened? Given your what? Uh, I don't want to say obsession. Obsession know. seems strong. But given your interest in uh, doing away with it, the fact that you didn't know it happened is surprising. Well, yes. so, yeah, let me explain something. So, Saturday, we had a free Saturday, which never, it, it's, it was like, what the heck are we even going to do with ourselves? Uh, we went, and by we, the kids went skiing. It had a long day skiing, and then we had our Caps closing wow. fall pre- uh, game. We went to the Caps uh game saturday night got home somewhat late and then eleanor had to go a big meet up in green bay yesterday uh up at the rush center so we were looking for mark murphy i was hoping mark murphy was going to be there i was going to talk to him i thought i saw goody does goody drive a jeep uh no he does not drive a jeep i actually was thinking about doing a little recon a, a little recon yesterday walking through and going down the uh, alley and seeing if i could dig some but anyways we wake up and it's I always am up at like five or six in the morning, typically, not on weekends, but it's eight thirty. And I'm oh, okay. Didn't even realize it. Get in my Tahoe. We're leaving because the meet's at two thirty. We leave at eleven thirty. Get up there and all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, was yesterday daylight savings time? Yeah. Everything changes. The clocks, you don't have to hit buttons in your car. You don't have to do buttons on your phone. The only way you'd know is via a microwave. And, and we didn't microwave anything yesterday. So this whole deal is now completely run by whom? Who's changing all these clocks? Who's in charge of this? I didn't realize all this happened until yesterday at probably 1.30 Green Bay time when we got up there and I said, Huh, that's interesting. Isn't that crazy? AI, it's amazing. Why didn't you uh, go skiing? I got a bum. That left knee's not going to be ski worthy for me. Oh boy! I and man, I'll tell you, I was chomping because it looks so aw. It it is in Shredding. my life of some of the things I wish I had done as a kid, learning a instrument and skiing would be the top two things on my list. Wow. And skiing would be tops after because how fun would it be to be able to go out and ski with your kids? It would be blank and awesome. And I asked Max F. Max had never put on a set of skis before, but as a hockey player, picked it up pretty quickly. Eleanor, same thing. Uh, and Eleanor said, Dad, you should get out and ski. And Max is like, I don't know. That's probably a good idea. You got that bad knee. He's looking out for you. Yeah. Um much better job than you did of looking out for us because Sydney and Maddie and I would have gone to go support Eleanor in her meet had someone told us she was competing at she, 2.30. Let me, let me tell you something. She could have used it. Oh, she could have used some extra support. All you had to do was text your it. You're like, you know I live here. 
You know I live here. When we, when the yeah. girls competed in Madison, did I text you and Sarah to see what you uh, guys were at a basketball game? You're such a bad friend. Didn't text me. I didn't want to see you. Hey, you put that on Sarah. Sarah's in charge of that part of it, Jason. Uh -huh. Don't you? Don't you uh -huh. get upset with me? You get upset with old girl. All right, let's, let's go to the phones. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Then we'll get to your text after that. Uh, I don't know if anyone has staked out their position more clearly on our show than Erica in Milwaukee. Oh yeah, she's been very consistent. <laughs> Erica, good morning. How are you today? Oh, I'm pretty good. Tausch, I agree with you a hundred million percent about all these people who want this drama over and are pouting about it and whining about it, just turn your TV, uh, not on yep. ESPN then. Or, I mean, I still think this is interesting because I don't want him to go. I guess I'd love to hear his side of the story about why, you know, he's taking it to the deadline or or what have you. But I guess, are you private jet tracking? I guess, isn't that like a thing? Didn't people watch like New York's jet heading to California yeah. to yep. Aaron Rodgers? Uh-huh. I guess. I don't know. Maybe you guys should private plane. I don't know how to do it, but I guess go for it. Greeny's freaking out on Get Up because uh, he yeah. thinks Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Raiders because they passed up trading with uh, the Bears to move up in the draft, and they still Ooh. need a quarterback. So he's, he can't breathe anymore on Get Up So because <laughs> he can sell a paper bag. But I guess for all the people, I guess for all the people who want Rogers gone and believe that Goody and Mark Murphy, as they continue to bash him, want Love to be their guy, I guess why do Packer fans care what happens? I mean, so oh, what? I guess yeah, if you're Erica. mad that he's creating drama and chaos, I guess just ignore it because you're ready for the love era and you're ready for Goody and Mark Murphy to keep bashing him. And who cares about Rogers because he's going to sit on the bench in your eyes? So, yeah, Erica, thanks the for, only people that yeah, should be freaking out are the Jets. They are yeah, freaking thanks out. Thanks for the yeah. call, Erica. I, so to answer your question about why the Packers care and everything else, because it does directly affect what's going on. So as far as how the organization is going and everything else, you want to know. You want to get some clarity so you can move forward. That's why they care and why that's right. the case. Mm -hmm. But Aaron Rodgers, again, Nobody forced Goody and Mark to sign him to that big deal last year. And if you look back at it, they all regret it. It's very obvious now that they wish they would have taken the trade haul and moved on from him last year, given Correct. Jordan Love a year more to experience. You get another year of seeing how he handles it. Missed and the I think they would have anyway. been happy. You would have both, yeah. It's seven teams in the playoffs and you're eight. What do you care if you're ten or if you're eight? You actually be better off, and you get a year to see where Jordan loves at. And if you're not any good, then you can draft. It's. I think if you're in the camp that Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst are in now, and I can't speak for Matt Lafleur because he hasn't commented, but they all wish they would have done that. Every one of them wishes they would have done that at this point now, because now you're in this situation where you have a monster cap where last year you wouldn't have had any guaranteed money. You'd have played it out, and it would have been pretty much, it would have been very minimal to your cap hit. Better push. So, Jason, yep. you know this stuff, and I know there's uh, the one guy that covers the cap for the Packers pretty good, Inglés, Inglés. Uh, Muy you know bien, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What, what, 
The guy that covers it. You guys Ken, know I Ken, follow him. He's, he's an Ingles, Joe Ken Ingles. Ingles Wilder. Ingles Wilder. And I don't know exactly. So let's say he retires. He comes out this afternoon and says, Ken Ingles retires? Even though we all... No, Aaron Rodgers retires. Oh, okay. And then Ken Ingles probably doesn't have to continue to give cap updates as much, but he retires. What does that mean for this year's cap for the Green Bay Packers? All right. So I have before me, and, and with all due respect to Ken Ingles, uh, my cap guy is Joel Corey, who is a former NFL agent, represented okay. a number of your teammates once upon a time. Okay. Uh, and I have here before me his explanation. He broke down the three possibilities. Uh, stay, trade, retire. Because as we've talked about, and the reason why Rodgers has a lot of leverage, is because if he works his tail off to get them to cut him, that's a problem. That is a disaster cap-wise. Because then if they cut him, the option year accelerates in, everything else. Even a June 1 cut would be big. Right. It's not, not as bad, but it's still, you got to find a place to get, a, get rid of $99 million of ca- dead cap. So, in the retirement scenario, let me read this to you from Joel Corey. Okay. Rodgers would be forfeiting his rights to the fully guaranteed $59.465 million by retiring. He insisted that his decision wouldn't be influenced by the money because of the generational wealth he has accumulated from playing football. Rodgers has made over $300 million from his NFL player contracts. The Packers would have $40.3 million in dead cap money a salary cap charge for a player no longer on the roster, with Rodgers retiring. The dead money would consist of $32.6 million in roster bonus proration and $7.7 million of 2023 bonus proration that is already existing in his new deal. So basically what they have to do is choose whether to designate his retirement, and they certainly would, as post-June 1, so they would take some of that cap hit this year and the rest of it in 2024. But they don't owe him the 59 then. But they don't owe him that money. Oh, Aaron's not going to do that. <laughs> then he could just he could just sit. So it, as long if he does, what if he just says, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but his bonus doesn't have to get announced until April or uh, August, right? Isn't that the, the, the drop again, date for the that? The window for that bonus is between March 17th, which is Friday, and week one of the regular season. Now, I'm not smart enough to understand why they chose Can that Can he timing. retire and then still add that option? I guess those are all questions. So if you retire, as you well know from Brett Favre's saga, you keep his rights. Right, The Jets chose not to keep his rights, but you keep his rights and his contract. So if he retires and then unretires, the contract is reactivated. And with it, the bonus. So all kinds of issues come up. I want to get to some of your texts. Jesse's been accumulating them. 
We'll get to those next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. Let's get to some of your text messages that Jesse has been curating. Jesse, what's jumped out at you on the text line? So there have been a bunch of questions about retirement and the money, so I appreciate you guys going through all that. Joe in Green Bay has a conspiracy theory. Maybe, just maybe, Murphy wants Rodgers. He made the commentary Friday... To mess up Goody, he is the Silo King. No. No, it's become a I appreciate the clear. effort, though. Yeah, no, I, I I, don't want everyone just to think what is being said is the gospel and you just move forward with it. I, I do want skepticism. Unlike, I'm not going to go down that road. I, I like skepticism still. I still like investigative journalists. I like all of that. I don't want you just to agree and believe. So I get all that, but I think Murphy and Goody are very much aligned yes, with how their thoughts are. And you you heard it because one was more, I guess, spilled more tea. Is that what the kids are saying now? That's what than they the say. Other? Are you capping? But Goody was, Goody was, um, Goody was very surgical with how he was answering, but it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that he wanted the era of the Aaron Rodgers to end. Mark Murphy basically double and triple stamped that and said, yeah, the uh, Aaron Rodgers is past tense. We're moving on. Jesse, what else you got? Big Reese in Sheboygan. Big Reese. Reese like Reese's peanut butter cups yep. or Reese like Reese Gaines? Uh, both? I think they're spelled the same, but... No. R-E-E-S-C. So I think that's more yeah. along Reese the Reese Gaines was a C. Yeah. Like okay, go ahead. Sorry. My there. fault. Yeah. My mm-hmm. fault. My bad. My bad. I might be one of very few people, but in my opinion, I'm excited for a new era of Green Bay Packers football. Oh, you're not one of many. You're one of many people, Reese. And if Aaron Charles Rodgers plays for Green Bay, the Jets, or the Raiders, I'll still be his fan. If he retires, which I doubt, then it's a well-deserved retirement. Big Reese in Sheboygan. Uh, Big Reese is in the majority. Big Reese is saying what I think most Packer fans are are hoping for, and that's that Jordan Love is good and that they're going to move forward. Um, I don't know how... Especially in the short term, you're going to be able to root for Aaron Rodgers. I just i I don't know how Packer fans will go about doing that. I'm sure there'll be some that do. I don't think it'll be a plur- a majority of Packer fans. I think most Packer fans are going to want him to fall on his face. That's what I think. 
Got another one from Jason in Lake Geneva. I really think Rodgers is going to go on the McAfee show tomorrow and announce his retirement. I don't think he wants to play for the Jets, and I think he's ticked with the Packers now. McAfee is on tomorrow. Yeah. Well, McAfee's on today. Today, tomorrow. It's a Tuesday thing, though, right? Except for COVID, it's only been Tuesdays, even when he made the big announcement last year, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll be... uh, I can't wait for tomorrow. As he has stated, uh, he can retire. He's talked about it last year. I ain't going to buy it. Jason, I'm not gonna, I'll speak for you. You ain't going to buy no. it. But he's left his options open brilliantly by keeping his mouth largely shut. Uh, for the most part, yeah. He is – He this ain't his first rodeo. He is not going to murph it and spill all of his beliefs out there. He is going to leave you a little bit. He is more goody than murph when it comes to figuring out how and what he's going to say. But he could go on uh, tomorrow. He could say he's retiring. Packers could utilize that cap. But And then that was the question I had because I have not studied the cap stuff. If he decides to come back in July, when, again, all this stuff's easy in March. Correct. Snow on the ground. Nah, he's out in California. He's surfing. He's zenning up. He's doing all that. It's easy to say I'm done, though. And it's easy when that. Last chance for that sixty million in the end of July, and the grass is green, and you're getting footballed up again. That's what, and then how that affects the Packers cap. Even if they would cut him, that would make this whole thing even that much more interesting and really ugly from both sides. If that is how it plays out, but I, I, I do hope. I, I know we talk drama and all this. Stuff. I do hope that this thing get, does get resolved and that Aaron ends up in a spot that he feels like he can win or he retires. And I want to see the Packers succeed. I don't know if this is the right move, but I want to see how this plays out. It will be a fascinating season and, and off season to watch because I would almost guarantee that if it's Jordan Love's team, the Green Bay Packers are going to take a wide out with that first pick, and that <laughs> will be awesome to watch. All right, we'll kick off the 11 o'clock hour with more of your uh, texts uh, and your calls, 844-770-3776. Tausch, the day of the Badger is right around the corner, which I know is a cause near and dear to both of our hearts. It is. Day of the Badger is coming. It is March 28th through the 29th for eight. I like this. I love when you play a little bit. 1848. University was founded. 1848 minutes, which I don't know if that's a full day or not. I think it is. The Day of the Badger, you can go to dayofthebadger.org. And what I love about this, and Jason, we're both proud alums. You can give to your passion. Mine is the walk-on scholarship over at the university. You could go journalism. You could pick whatever you want. And the great part about this year's campaign, you have the 100 areas that you can look at. And, again, find your passion, why the university was important to you. But your gift is doubled. You put in 100 bucks. Somebody's made a very generous match. It gets doubled to two. Again, Day of the Badger, March 28th through the 29th. Go to dayofthebadger.org. 
The 11 o'clock hour begins in two minutes. It's Wilde and Tausch.